Bishop Matthew Adiaminter is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. Today I'm talking about the topic How to turn things around when the tide is against you Life comes with challenges Tide is also known as storms Time ago I preached here Saw different kinds of storms in life And life is full of storms Whether you prepare for it or not It could come there is something we call the tidal waves. It can swallow a whole city. People may not prepare for it. And in life, people have their roof. That means covering, protection, carried away in time of raining and storm. Therefore, when the rain starts, it comes with so many things. Hallelujah. Then again, Jesus, according to Jesus, he said, and the wind blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock the building did not fall with the raining with the flood with the storms still that building was standing solid because the foundation was on the rock if you've not built before and especially in our part of the world, people want to build very cheap. Everybody wants to build in a cheap way. But some of them can be very costly. Especially the masons with no architectural experience and engineering knowledge will tell you to do things. Sometimes they will ask you to reduce uh, the size of the iron rods. Sometimes they will be telling you, oh, it's too expensive. Why should you spend all these things? But if you value your property and you value your life, because when your house blows off, it's not only about you losing your investment. You can lose lives. The building can collapse and kill people. So Jesus, knowing everything, was a good architect, was a good engineer, was a good you know the advice he gave so, wow how did he learn all these things but thank god for the wise who build they build on the rock they build on the foundation they listen to good advice they listen to the aspects that they, they, they know what they were doing then jesus gave another scenario of someone who also built amen verse 26 but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be lacking a foolish man who built his house on the sun and the rain descended. The floors came and the wind blew and beat on the house and it fell and great was it for. Amen. There was another man who built 
This man thought it's not necessary to lay a firm foundation with concrete. So, just understand, he saw people building. He did not consult the aspect and just did what it pleases him. Laying the block with no concrete, no solid foundation, not on the rock. He built all right. And it was, I guess it, it was summer or it was what we call dry season. But when the rain started, the man also experienced the same thing. Raining day and then flood and then winds, storms. All these three, they all experienced it. But the difference is that the man who built on the solid rock, he had all this experience, but nothing happened. But the one who built by his own initiative, he did not listen to advice. He did his own thing. Jesus says, his house fair and great was the fall. May you not experience fall. Say, may you not experience fall. You can fall in life if you don't lay solid foundation. Sometimes when you are growing up as a young man, you will not listen to advice. Or as a young woman, you will not listen to advice. You want to do your own thing. But the raining day will come. It will catch up with you. A time of accountability. A time of judgment. It is better to listen to the wisdom according to the word of God than you experience it yourself. Some of us want to have experience of bad things before we can learn our lessons. So when the storm, what do you do? What do you do now? Now, you are in the middle of a storm. So what could you do? You are in the middle of a storm. What could you do? The first thing is to speak faith. Jesus and his disciples were traveling on the boat. Amen. And the Bible says there was a storm. Now this was a different storm. They were traveling. This is not that they build a house. They are on a journey. And then all of a sudden, there was storm. This is the kind of storm you did not anticipate. Sometimes you've not planned for certain things, but they will come. Sometimes you've not planned for divorce. And all of a sudden, you are faced with it. Sometimes you've not planned even for any funeral. But all of a sudden, so what do you do? What you need to do is to speak faith. Amen. I say you should do what? Speak faith. Mark 4. Let's start from 35. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. You see, in life, you can't be staying at one place. There are times you need to move. Sometimes you need to travel, either by plane, by car, by boat. You want to go to the other side. If you want to have other side experience, you need to take a risk. You can't be sitting down. There are people that will not try anything. They are afraid to do something. They are afraid to build a house because of langas. Hey, this time because of langas, 70 old. I mean, I don't want to. 
And you see, you need to be careful because of to somebody and say, do not be afraid. The Lord is on your side. So Jesus told the disciple, let's go to the other side. You need to have experience of the other side. And it means you take a step. It means you need to move. You need to take a risk. If you're a businessman, you need to take a risk for the other side. You can't just say, oh, because of eh, this and that. Eh, you need to be calculated. Amen. So they went to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose. They had not anticipated that. They had not planned for it. Sometimes you get up early morning, very strong, energetic. By evening, something is happening to your body. You did not plan. It's a storm. But do not be afraid. When storm happens, you need to speak faith. Don't allow storm to unravel you. What do you don't need when you are caught up in storm? It's fear. Fear will let you forget to do the necessary things that will let you survive. Fear about because of what is happening in my life or my, my body. There are people, they get afraid. I don't want to go and see a doctor so that the doctor will say something. Fear. Am I afraid that if I do a test, uh, maybe, maybe the doctor, it is better for you to know what is happening so that you know what you can do. Things will not just change. But having knowledge of things will put you in a position so that you can fight it. So that you know what to do. Amen. So the Bible says they were caught up in storm. Amen. And the waves beat into the boat. When they were caught up in the storm, you see the storm can lift the boat high and bring it low. Now this time the waves were also beating. Again the boat almost filling the boat. Then the disciples were overwhelmed. I pray that you should not be overwhelmed by any situation in life. I pray that you should not be overwhelmed. Hallelujah. Even if divorce is standing at your face, don't be overwhelmed. Stand on your feet by faith and believe that God is able to turn your situation around. So, the disciples were professional fishermen. They were men who had the experience. They've been to sea several times. But this kind of storm was different. Yes, you might have had some storms. Sometimes some storms are very unique. They are different. And you can say, for this kind of storm, I've never seen it. May God give you the strength. I say, may God give you the strength. May God give you the power to overcome every storm. Whether it's financial storms and you don't know what to do. Whether it's hair storms and you don't know what to do. Whether it's marital storms and you don't know what to do. Whether it's employment storm. You've been sacked. You've been dismissed. 
and you don't know wh- what to do and when the next salary is going to come storms when the tide is against you the first thing you speak faith is that so that it was already feeling now their situation the boat was being filled with water they have storm the wave was beating against the boat and the boat was being filled with water it's a signal that this is a dangerous situation and being professional fishermen all the days of their lives they were overwhelmed but he was in the stand asleep on a pillow and they awoke him and said to him teacher do you not care that we are perishing then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea peace be still and the wind ceased and there was a great calm but he said to them why are you so fearful how is it that you have no faith and they feared exceedingly and said to one another who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey while they were going through all this experience Jesus was fast asleep sometimes you cry and it looks like God is far asleep sometimes you fast sometimes you pray you sing and it looks like God is far away Jesus was right inside the boat. And they were screaming. They were running. Hey, turn it this way. Go that way. They were trying everything possible. And Jesus was fast asleep. In the midst of a storm. Especially, you live with a man. You call a husband. Or a wife. And in such situation. And the person is sleeping. He's not showing any concern. What will you do? What will you say? Then the accusation. Hey, I know. I know. Now, I know you. now I've come to know you. That you are a bad person. You are a wicked person. Because you don't care. Look. What are we going through? You are sleeping. What? And we have to come and wake you up. But listen, Jesus has taught them faith. And he was just watching what they would do. He has taught them, if you say to a mountain, move and go beyond, they will obey. He has taught them, anything you want, according to your faith, it will be done. He has taught them, with faith, all things are possible. And at the crucial time, instead of them to apply their faith, they were running here and there. They became fearful. Faith is very vital. In every situation, speak faith. Speak with a voice of faith. Don't be running up and down. When God has given you what it takes, Jesus was expecting them to just rebook the way, the storm, but they could not do that. And then after when he got up, he just spoke to the sea. It's not because he is Jesus. He has taught them. 
sometimes when we are caught in storm even we don't know how to pray sometimes the, the first thing we think is about doctor hey, is doctor susan so there let me let me call him the first thing you think is about your lawyer and uh, yes i think this lawyer yeah yeah I, I, I need to i need to get to him but the first thing is whatever storm in your life go to up cry to god speak to god hallelujah and as you speak to god situations will turn around god is able and through the power of faith he will change the situations through the power of faith he will change your situation it doesn't matter how long it takes uh, he will not disappoint you in the name of jesus i believe that whatever storm anything that is against you it's time for you to speak faith to it it's time for you to address it uh, and god will turn it around what God is looking from you is faith. Everybody say faith. 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 Say my faith would change my situation. Would change my situation. The Bible speaks about a king called Jehoshaphat. One early morning the security man in the security briefing, they came to Jehoshaphat and said, We have seen great army amassing against Judah. When they check it, three nations, Ammon, Manseh, and Moab, they've come together with troops and they have surrounded Judah. Jehoshaphat didn't know he could not match them with troops by troops. He didn't have the ammunition. And so what he did was to take the battle to the Lord. Second Chronicle chapter 20 verse 1. What do you do when the tide is against you? What do you do? Take the battle to the Lord. God works miracle. Hallelujah. Second Chronicle 20 verse 1. And it happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them beside the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Hazazon Tamar, which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout judah hallelujah so judah gathered together to ask help from the lord and from all the cities of judah they came to seek the lord they came to ask for help there is an i mean unseen help that people sometimes forget that god is able to do when you don't know what to do go to god when you have no answer to what is going on, go to God. Cry out to him. But I don't know what to do. And that's exactly what Jehoshaphat did. Prayed. And said, we don't have the army. We don't have the ammunition. We cannot match them. So our eyes are on you. 
And then God spoke through a prophet and said, you don't need to fight this battle. The battle is the Lord. You know, I'm not saying that practically you shouldn't take steps to do certain things. But it is better when you pray. Whatever step you take, you need to speak to God in prayer. For God can orchestrate something. And God said, Jehoshaphat, this battle, when you are going, let the choristers lead the battle. And that is suicidal. You're going to meet an army and people with tambourines, string instruments are leading the troops. What kind of thing is that? That is the wisdom of men. But God knows how to fight better. Before they could get to the battlefield, God caused ambushment. One army, one army stood against the other, killed themselves. And then the last came to the last one, killed themselves. And everybody was dead. That's how God fight. He orchestrates. Faith will orchestrate your miracle. When you don't know what to do, I said by faith, God will orchestrate the miracle. Speak faith. Don't be crying. Some of you be crying all day night. Some of you broken heart. Be crying all day night. Because the man say you won't marry. Or the girl say you will not marry. You'll be singing tears on my pillow. And in the night you'll be, pray, you'll be, you'll be crying with your pillow here. <laughs> you know what? When I went to boys' schools. And normally when the boys... They got letters from their guests and people who take their pillow and cry. <laughs> Amen. The battle is the Lord. You go to God, no matter what, the Lord will take you out. I said, the Lord will take you out. You may not know what to do. And that's exactly what Jehovah said. He said, our eyes is on you. You may not have the financial muzzle. Even your opponent is well resourced than you. But go to God. God knows how to deal with it. He will change the circumstance and give you the victory. You know why? Because victory is commanded by faith. First John chapter 5 verse 4. Said, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. If you are born of God, if you are a child of God, if you know God, God the Bible says, They that know their God, they shall be strong. And they will do exploits. So if you know God, you will overcome. Let the enemy throw sickness. You overcome. In this place, we have a lot of testimonies. People who had cancer, people who had a very treacherous disease. But God came through and healed them. And so, no matter what, if you are born of God, you will overcome. You will overcome. Nothing can put me down. And this is the victory. That has overcome the world. What is the victory? It's your faith. That brings the victory. Your faith commands the victory. Your faith commands the sources. Your faith will command the defeat of your adversaries. It's your faith. And that's why David could conveniently and boldly declare in Psalm 21 verse 1. said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? And he said, even if my enemies, my foes, encamp against me, I will not be moved. So, when you see things, you hear things, don't panic. You're a child of God, don't panic. Don't allow situation to overwhelm you. 
For God created us to overcome things. Have the power to overcome. May you overcome anything that is against you. I say, may you overcome any sickness against you. May you overcome anything that is fighting against you. May you overcome anything that is fighting against your finances. Fighting against your marriage. Fighting against your business. Fighting against your children. In the name of Jesus. Storms will not last. I say you will outlast storms. I said, you will ask last songs. Storms don't last. No matter how you see, they will not last. It will pass. I said, it will pass. You see, any weapon of the devil is temporary. Whatever that you're going to is temporary. And that's why you don't have to go and commit suicide. You need to strengthen yourself. Say, God is for me. Who can be against me? And you need to believe that. That God is on your side. And you should not be afraid of what the enemy will do. Psalm 66 verse 10. For you, oh God, have tested us. Sometimes you need to go through certain things. You need to be tested. For the fact that you serve God does not mean you will not go through trials. It's part of Christianity. It's part of your life as a child of God. You have refined us as silver. It's refined. You brought us into the net. Sometimes you come to the net of the enemy. It looks like the enemy has won the battle. It looks like you've been caught into the net of your enemy. But God will deliver you. You laid afflictions on our backs. You've caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But you brought us out to reach fulfillment. In the King James, it said, a worthy place. You go through this, but God brings you to your worthy place. I speak that may you come to your worthy place. That's a worthy place for you in your marriage. Even if that man or that woman say, you know, there is a worthy place for you. There is a worthy place for your employment. There is a proper place. If, if that company said they dismiss you, there is a worthy place for you. God will bring you to your worthy place. If they say you don't qualify, I tell you, God is bringing you to your worthy place. God is bringing you to your worthy place. If they said you are not one of the people they needed, God is bringing you to your worthy place. You will come to your worthy place. I say you will come to your worthy place. That's a worthy place for you. A worthy place. Then 13 is I will go into your house with burnt offerings. I will pay you my vows which my lips have uttered. And my mouth has spoken when I was in trouble. You see, when we are in trouble, sometimes we make all kinds of pledges and vows. Oh God, if you deliver me, oh God, I will do this, this for you. But when we are out, forget when we are out but don't forget you know when you are in trouble you, you can easily vow how many of you know that you can easily vow when you are in trouble when you are in trouble you can easily vow and I vowed because her womb was blocked he vowed God 
If you will do this, I'll give the child to you. And the Bible says, when the boy went, just imagine the only, the first child. Hannah brought the child to the house. And just imagine Hannah leaving that little boy somewhere. I know women how they feel. I trust about. And God bless all children. So vows were. Vows are a powerful instrument to turn situation around. I've been in ministry for all this and I've seen people, people who agonized with cancer. They had only two weeks to leave. But the vow turned everything around. Vow. It can turn your situation around. When you are vowing, it's not something too easy to be done. Are you with me? But it works. It's a faith. Vow also is a step of faith. I know our God is faithful. Whatever storm you're going through, God will turn it around. May God turn your storms around. May he turn your situation around. By the spirit of God, may you have your victory. And may you stand in the house of the Lord and testify of the great things that the Lord has done. May God favor you. May God speak to your situation. By faith, I command that everything should be turned around. May you have a testimony as never before. In Jesus' name. Amen. You're welcome to worship with us. Gospel Light International Church next to Orion Cinema in Chroma Circle or visit any of our branches near you.